Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we are hopefully live because this is new to me a little bit. Welcome to the NFL Strategy Show Lineup Construction Edition. I hope my shoes were capably filled last week while I was out, but lucky for you guys, I am back. I am joined by the boss man, Alex Baker. Alex, how are you? Good, man. Uh, well, last night's showdown slate didn't go so well because, man, it's so it's so tough when the quarterback goes out because you build all the lineups with the correlations, and then that totally messes everything up. So I got smashed, uh, but... Yeah. Don't have to wait as long this week to get back in the game because we got a Saturday slate and then Sunday has some huge tournaments. So this will be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, also on the same boat with you, Showdown did not exactly <laughs> go well. Surprisingly, I didn't have Marcus Mariota or uh, any of those type of guys in cash <laughs> games last night. Just didn't work out all that well for me. But we're on to the next one. And that's building for Sunday. Although, like you said, two gamer tomorrow will be nice. We have another two gamer next Saturday as well. So we're we're set up for a lot of really good NFL content moving forward. Uh, for those of you that have never seen this show, we're going to build lineups on the screen for the next hour. Um, as you can see underneath our names, uh, we're going to build for the 1500 entry power sweep. In particular, the second power sweep. This one's even smaller, pays out 50K to first, the three max contest. That's where we're going to dive in um, for this one. So, like button. You guys know the drill. You know I'm going to ask for it. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. We're going to get that 50k subscribers pretty soon. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, that'll be that'll be huge, man. Like who would have thought two years ago when we were just doing a daily show, like you know, we'd be here. That's awesome. We're, we're about to hit that milestone. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so, like I said, 1500 entries into this DK Power Sweep. Uh, it's a three max contest, so it's going to be. Pre- pretty chalky at the top uh, you know we're, we're not going to be looking for you know four or five different one percent type guys or at least i don't think we are that's what we're here to learn uh, from you alex so i think we're ready to just dive in i've got projections pulled up ownership pulled up top stacks tool your big board i've got it all i'm ready if you are oh so so in a contest like this as i mentioned 1500 entries uh, what would be the first thing that you would want to do if you were going to be building a lineup by hand? Is the top stacks tool just like your first destination? Yeah, I think uh, that would help us figure out what stack to start off with. And then that kind of eliminates like three or four choices because you get to pick a lot of players from the same and opposing team. So that definitely streamlines the process. Okay. 
Um, there's uh, there's a specific team at the top of the top <laughs> stacks tool. It's kind of different, and people are going to see it on the screen now. So kudos to you, but lucky for everybody, top stacks tool free today. Um, so you could look at this as well. Come join us at osmo.com. Navigate to the top stacks tool. The Kansas City Chiefs have a 24% chance of being the top stack this week. That is three times the ownership of Pat Mahomes currently. That is more than double the next closest team. It's more than double the second and third team combined. And essentially, it's two, three, and four. What do we do with Kansas City? Is this just the no-brainer spot to start? I think it's a great team to stack up because, I mean, they, every week they have so much potential. And the best thing, like most of the top NFL teams uh, get good at passing efficiency by running the ball uh, a decent amount. But Kansas City is a pass-first team. So that just increases their odds because the chance that they're running touchdowns in is a lot lower than, like, uh, Seattle or, um, let's see, who are uh Baltimore you name it uh New Orleans so <clears throat> I just uh if if the Kansas City gets four touchdowns like there's not a bad chance that they're going to get four passing touchdowns so uh the one tough thing is uh you have two really expensive guys with Kelsey and Hill so you're really spending a large part of your salary cap on the stack yeah. Uh, so I don't think it's mandatory to go to them. I do kind of like this Atlanta stack. That's third um, where Matt Ryan's cheap. Julio's out. That's going to make some value. So I like that. Uh, since this is a 1500 person tournament, I would probably go with one of those two options in our first lineup. Okay. I think it'll be fun to try to cr- construct a Kansas city lineup, given the salaries on Mahomes, on Hill, on Kelsey, on other additional pieces from Kansas city. And we've got two more to go after this. So let's go ahead and start with Kansas city. Uh, we'll put Atlanta in the back pocket for lineup. Number two, Pat Mahomes is in. Do you have a lean to Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey? Obviously, it's going to be a little bit probably easier to find a pay-down tight end option than it is a pay-down wide-out option. Um, but I'm curious to see where you want to go. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, pretty similar in projected ownership, pretty similar in projected output. Um, where do you stand on these two guys? Or are, we, are you going to be like totally crazy and tell me to put them both in? <laughs> well, I probably want at least one of the two. I wouldn't rule out uh, both, but... Uh... Kelsey looks like the the better play this week um, because he is $800 cheaper and wide receiver values are pretty easy to find as well as tight end values. So I think um, Kelsey, like maybe with Hill's huge game a couple of weeks ago, people are, are trying to chase a little bit, but both of them are fantastic. I just feel like Kelsey is a slightly better value by coming out of the ownership. Do you have interest in grabbing one of the secondary wide receivers? So a Sammy Watkins, a Hardman, a Robinson, or is this just going to be Mahomes plus Kelsey? Interest is a, a fair way to put it. I think Watkins would be the, the guy I'd be considering. And the reason why is because uh, coming back from injury, he's played 75% of snaps the first two weeks. And then last week he was at 90. So if he's uh in that 75 to 90 range that bodes well where 
uh, McCall Hardman and Robinson played 50% and uh, or 40% and 50% last week. So not really a great uh, workload. Okay. Do you have interest in grabbing one of the saints as a run back, whether that's uh, Kamara now that evidently Drew Brees is back. That's a big time change for Alvin Kamara, or at least you would think it is, or Michael Thomas. Uh, you, have, you have other pay down wide receivers, potentially. What's your stance on the bring back uh, for this particular lineup? I think it's solid. Um, Drew Brees being in definitely makes Kamara a lot more appealing. And a 7,400, that's reasonable. The one thing is I'm never quite as keen on the bring back when it is a pay up option because I just feel like uh, they basically have to outscore all the other expensive guys on the slate if we're spending this much money in our stack. And um, for that reason, I like it, but I wouldn't force it in if it's really tough to build a lineup. Okay. So then we've got Mahomes, we've got Kelsey. Who stands out as somebody that we're going to need on this slate, given the fact that we've spent quite a bit of money already on our first two spots? Where where are you looking for value? That is the question. So I got to head over to the big board on our site. Um, I'm about to recommend Cole Beasley, but I just assume that he's not on the slate. He's (laughs) on like a different game, which apparently I think is the case. Yeah, that's (laughs) actually correct. So... Um, I think maybe with Julio out, we could go to Atlanta for some value. Uh, Russell Gage uh, being a good option. Or uh, DJ Moore continues to be out, so Curtis Samuel could be a good spend-down option versus Green Bay. Um, Jacoby Myers. Oh, we got to smash and put in Leonard Fournette here because Ronald Jones is out. That means Leonard Fournette, even though he's inactive last week, will probably be the workhorse back. So, I mean, not a lock play because uh, there's some uncertainty with how Sean McCoy and Keyshawn Vaughn will mix in, but mm-hmm. certainly an amazing play. Yeah, 4500 for Fournette um, when you're starting your lineup off with a $7,900 Mahomes and an 8K Kelsey. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of going to get, get you there. Uh, you mentioned Russell Gage, 4700 uh, Jacoby Myers coming in 4,600. Uh, Jacoby Myers, someone that ranked pretty highly for me when I took uh, a look at the slate earlier. So I would be happy to go that direction. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and slot him in right now because I control the screen and uh, that's what I'm allowed <laughs> to do. So we've got Fournette in. We've got Jacoby Myers in. We still need another running back. Two more wideouts, a flex. We know we can save at least a little bit of salary on defense. As I take a look at your big board, um, you know, obviously we can't get to Cole Beasley, who is number one on the big board, not on this particular slate. If we're trying to save any additional money, we've got Tim Patrick at 4,300. Hunter Renfro, which was last night, didn't work out very well for me, but I was happy to roster him in showdown. That one didn't stepped. work out very well for him, I'll tell you that. No, it didn't. Not a lot worked out uh, very well <laughs> last night, unless you're Marcus Mariota. Uh, Curtis Samuel, 4,800. I do like that kind of shout. Are we looking for another pay down wide receiver? I think. Yeah, I think Curtis Samuel or Russell Gage would make a lot of sense. Uh, we do have a player in the Tampa Bay Atlanta game, so maybe that would lead us to Russell Gage. Uh, well, let me I'm just scrolling down the list here. Denzel Mims at thirty five hundred is somewhat appealing. He missed last week because uh, of a family emergency, so he's not even injured at all. Um, but it's the Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they so are sure. not very good. 
Yeah, I'm sure that chat's gonna be like, uh, and I'm very excited about that. So, which way are you leaning? I think I'm leaning a little bit to Russell Gage. I like getting a little bit more from that Tampa Atlanta game on the off chance that, you know, it has sort of like an outlier performance overall. So going to Fournette plus Gage works. That gives us Mahomes, Kelsey, Fournette, Gage, and then Jacoby Myers. We have $20,000 remaining to spend on a running back, wideout, flex, and defense. Uh, Just judging from the fact that we have Mahomes and Kelsey, I assume we're going to end up with a pretty cheap defense so the next spot you know we can pretty much go any direction we want we still need running backs and wide outs this is actually a really tough build starting with Mahomes and Kelsey you aren't afforded a ton of options that naturally make you uh super excited like my first thought is I like Robbie Anderson he's number four on your big board 6200 that's a really nice price tag but 6200 is a lot and we don't have a ton of it to go um what are your thoughts on someone like Robbie Anderson, or is that going to be too expensive for us right now? I think he, he fits nicely. I mean, we got the defense left, so if we spend 3K, Robbie Anderson's... Oh, he's not... Is this game not on the slate? I'm not seeing him. Um, of course so, it's not. Of course uh, it's not. My, our bad. I got Next year, we'll have a better big board system here, so scratch that. Um so I just, just assumed that Carolina got flexed out of anything legitimate. <laughs> I guess that's not the case. Yep. Anderson. Oh, Anderson plays. It's the two Saturday games that are throwing me off. Yeah. I'll never be able to remember two one-off Saturday games. There's no tie to that. It's one thing if it's a Monday night game or a Sunday night game, you usually expect that to be some sort of quality. Saturday is different. You can't ever, that, that's just random. Brandon Cooks could be interesting if he plays uh, at that same price range. Kiki Kuti, uh maybe got price bumped this week, so I'm probably going to be off him. Uh, Manuel Sanders at 4,200 as a bring back is an option. Okay. I'm, I'm not really loving these uh, these cheapies except for, for Mims, really. So I, I kind of uh, I don't mind throwing in Mims, and that will give us a lot more flexibility with the rest of our guys. Okay, so I'll slot Mims in now. And... I guess I want to pause this for a second just to ask you this question. As we're seeing the build come out for this Mahomes-Kelsey start, does that lead you to any additional thoughts on whether or not you think people will be using it as frequently, if it's as viable, things that you can change? Because it seems to me like we're having a pretty difficult time trying to fill out this lineup. Is it possible that like we should be even more interested in uh, a Mahomes lineup like this because people might just give up once they see what it looks like. <laughs> That's definitely a possibility. And I mean, I think one of the traps too, if you start with a, t- uh, a really expensive stack is like trying to fit in like all the best values of the week, because you're just going to have the same lineup as a lot of other people. But I think, man, this is really tough because we picked four value guys to fit in with Mahomes Kelsey and we still like don't have that much salary flexibility. So I think we can get one more good player. Uh, I think this is a good build, but maybe not the the best one we could come up with if we spent more time trying to plug in all the different teams. Okay, so we've got 16,800 remaining. That's an average of 5,600. Running back, flex, and defense. Do we just want to put defense to bed now so we can figure out yep. what we can do with running back? And I like uh, it. Okay. I'm assuming we're looking for something in the vein of a cheap D. Um, 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cardinals and Steelers at the top for you. If I just look at projection, who, who stands out to you? Well, they did a really good job at pricing the defenses this week. So I don't see any sub-3Ks that really stand out as good plays. Maybe the Cardinals versus Jalen Hurts, but... Oh, the the Vikings versus Trubisky. That one is might be our best option. Okay. Um, I also am kind of intrigued by the Lions versus Tennessee, just because like uh, Derrick Henry is going to be the really popular spend up option this week, and you get a ton of leverage versus that um, that player. Although, uh, I mean, the Lions, I have to admit, is in a pretty shitty spot. Yeah, they are. They aren't very good. But at twenty two hundred, I I don't hate it. Yeah, it's like um, it, it it's not a good play. But like, if you compare it to the other ones in that range, at least there's one factor that leads you to Detroit, where the others I really don't see like any any reason to go to them. I think we do it. I think we get okay. we get weird with the Lions D. Uh, that actually leaves us 7300 per position, running back and flex. So it's possible we even have a couple hundred dollars left over where we can get off of this Lions D pick. But for right now, we have more money than I was expecting. So 7300 running back and flex. So basically anything we need right now. Where do you want to pay? Because, you know, we can pretty much take whatever we want. Yeah, this one's interesting. So I think... Cook stands out as a good option. Uh, it's really the volume. The matchup isn't that good for Chicago. But I think that will be encompassed by the ownership where like people will be more likely to go to Derrick Henry. So I do like Cook as a spend-up option. That leaves um, us 5,600 at the flex, just for yeah. reference. Okay. Uh, Calvin Ridley at 8,200. That, that's a lofty price, but uh, with no Julio, he does – stand to be in a pretty good position he did have a big game last week though which might bolster the ownership um, we do also have russell gage right now oh that's right yeah so maybe we put in cook and just try to do our best at 5600 highest projected guy under 5600 goes beasley fournette myers so we have two of those guys obviously we can't roster beasley kiki kuti is fourth and really? then mark andrews or wayne gallman so Kiki Kuti would be the guy that slots in best, um, would leave us $300 as well if we went that direction. Nice. Uh, yeah, I feel decent about that. He's been uh, getting uh, – last week he only got three targets, so that was a little bit down. I'm going to have to look into this projection a little bit more because it sounds a little bit high, if I have to be honest. Okay. Um, I was uh, – I just realized that Brandon Cooks might be back this morning, so I, I haven't – Taking a huge look at that. Uh, so, I mean, would you be interested in going to someone like Mark Andrews? He is the fifth highest projection of anyone at fifty six hundred or less. That would be doubling up on what I would say is the two top tight end options of the slate. Yeah, I like that. I think that Mark Andrews, he, he uh, 
he's seen a huge workload recently, being out there about 90% of the time. Uh, you are a little bit uh, like Jackson, Jacksonville, like could just fold pretty easily to Baltimore. And then like maybe there's decreased pass volume, but that's uh, why he might not be high owned. So I, I think he's a reasonable GBP play. So this would be the double tight end Mahomes plus Kelsey stack. We have $100 left over. Projection. So value ranking greater than 90%. Nice. Great start. Contrarian ranking less than 10%, but at the same time, not as worried about it. 1,500 person field. Uh, we don't have Derrick Henry. We do have a little bit of leverage against uh, against him. He's pretty heavily owned in that regard. And the Mahomes-Kelsey combo probably leading us to a couple of people that you know just aren't going to be in that same lineup. I like it, but I'm curious. Do you, do you want to see more of a contrarian ranking here? So I think anytime we start off with one of the higher-owned stacks that's expensive, that's going to hit us in contrarian ranking. Mahomes lineups just aren't going to be that contrarian. Under 10% is a little bit um, of a high number. So, But we are mitigating that a little bit with the double tight ends. So uh, I, I kind of like this lineup. Okay. I, I think maybe Mark Andrews could be easily pivoted since he's, his ownership is a little bit high, but we're just kind of calling that the tight end, double, double tight end lineup is going to be unpopular. So I think it's fine. Okay. Well, let's go ahead then and start transitioning to our second lineup. But first, got to let you guys know what's going on for the rest of today. So coming up immediately after this one or sorry, noon Eastern time. Actually, we moved that show time, didn't we? I've already got this wrong. I'm the worst. The worst at this. Yes, the show is at one o'clock. My apologies. The NFL strategy show Saturday slate edition. Greg and Kyle are going to be breaking down tomorrow's two gamer. Then at 2.30, Alex, you will be back with Laffy and Ian Harditz talking NFL on the contrary for week 15. And then I will be back at 5 p.m. Eastern time for NBA Live Before Lock with Adam Scher. Mm-hmm. We've got a big NBA preseason slate. It seems like it's going to be quite the bear of grabbing information. I think it's seven games. It might even be more than that. That's That's a lot on like a normal NBA slate when it's preseason and all you have to do is just find information. You're going to want to tune into that one. It's going to be good. We're going to have a ton of info for you guys. So that's what we've got going on for the rest of the day. As I mentioned, NFL Top Stacks tool is free today, as is our UFC Pro Plays tool free as well. I haven't seen any news on uh, weigh-ins. I didn't. I don't think we lost anybody so far this there's, morning. Uh, there's three we? canceled fights so far. Uh, I knew I we lost some earlier in the week. Yeah. I don't know if any more today, but I just saw one on Twitter that uh, – there was some issue well let's hope that it's just we're good because i'm tired of changing out (laughs) mma lineups friday night and saturday morning it's getting old bring on 2021 yeah all right new lineup time you mentioned the atlanta falcons when we kick this one off (laughs) i see no reason to to slow down here so i think we go straight to the falcons i assume i'm slotting in matt ryan and i assume you would like me to go directly to calvin ridley now that julio jones is officially out yeah, I think that's a really good start. I mean, Matt Ryan being cheap allows us to get Calvin Ridley and not have to worry too much about the salary cap. Are you interested in doubling up this stack with someone we already used, like Russell Gage, or potentially a cheap tight end option, Hayden Hurst, just 3300 this week? 
Yeah, I think either of those options is solid. Uh, I do. I kind of like Russell Gage. Like the general mood in the community is that they don't like playing him. But uh, as far as value, he stands out. Where Hayden Hurst, uh, he is only. Uh, let me look at their targets because I do remember a huge disparity here. Um, Hayden Hurst has been targeted on 15.5% of routes. Russell Gage has been targeted on 20%. So that's like 25% more targets. So uh, that's leading me to Russell Gage. Okay. Let's go with the double stack then. Russell Gage plus Calvin Ridley. Gage only 4,700. If you tuned into this show and thought to yourself, I wonder who the first guy is that's going to be in both lineups. I bet you didn't land on Russell Gage. That's where we're at now. I like it, though. I like it. Um, When Julio's out, it really changes the entire passing game for Atlanta. The question then becomes, do we want something from the other side of this game? Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio (laughs) Brown, Rob Gronkowski. The options are endless. Is it too hard to just pick one here? Or do you want to go full-on game stack, maybe one buck, maybe two bucks? Who knows? Are we getting crazy? Fournette, I think, is hands down the best play on the box uh, with Ronald Jones out given his $4,500 price tag. Um, So I have no issue with playing Fournette, especially because they do use him as a pass catching back. So really he could fit in nicely regardless of how this game goes. Um, Looking at the other options, Godwin at 6,200, I think is, is decent Antonio Brown 5400 a little bit overpriced and then I don't see Mike Evans here he's the most expensive which I feel like maybe he's second best so that would, that made me think Godwin but I think Fournette is the one uh, for three max that is our best bet okay so Fournette in we've got the double stack for Atlanta plus Matt Ryan uh still need a running back wide out tight end and flex plus the defense spot um Going to have a ton of money to go around, or at least it seems like we will so far. We didn't go to Derrick Henry in the last lineup. We went to Dalvin Cook. Uh, We did have Travis Kelsey. We did have Mark Andrews. Is there anybody that you see that we didn't have in the first lineup that you think we definitely want to have some exposure to for this lineup? So one of the (laughs) concepts I'm thinking about here is that um, Derrick Henry is going to be very unpopular in the community of mass multi-entry players because uh, we saw that last week and then you're basically running it back in the exact same scenario except he's more expensive so I feel like Derrick Henry will be low owned uh, in sharp lineups or I feel like Matt Ryan may be the sharp play so maybe we could get uh, leverage over both fields with that combo so I'm kind of intrigued by that Derrick Henry, come on down. 9500 That is quite the price tag, but I guess that's what happens when you face the Lions. You are going to be pretty expensive. Lions stink. Yeah. Sorry, Lions. Sorry, Alex, I guess. <laughs> uh, wide out, tight end, and flex, plus the defense. Probably going to need to find a little bit of value now. Henry and Ridley, both you know, pretty expensive. Um trying to think so you know we could go back to uh, jacoby myers at 4600 uh, we probably I, I assume at this point we're going mildly cheap at tight end 
Dallas Goddard is the highest ranked guy on your big board that isn't expensive. Um, Goddard coming in at, where did he go? I lost him. He's 28th overall, but he is your second highest ranked tight end just behind Kelsey. Obviously, these guys are in slightly different salary tiers. Is Dallas Goddard the tight end that we go with here? I'm kind of feeling Jordan Aikens. Okay. Because, like, the situation in Houston, like, with Will Fuller and Randall Cobb out, like, it should set up well for Aikens. However, the last three games, he's absolutely done nothing. So I feel like people have given up at this point. Price of $2,800 is cheap. And I feel like um, the workload has been pretty solid. So that's uh, that's maybe my value tight end that I'm, I'm gravitating towards. All righty. Aikens in. So we've got 14900 to go. Wide out flex and defense. I think we're putting together a pretty nice one. If I'm looking, maybe we're probably going to need at least one mildly cheap wideout. So, um, yuck. <laughs> yeah, that the the cheap range isn't the most exciting. Uh, I'm trying to. Well, it's, uh, on the big board. Maybe I'll add a filter here because uh, you can cap out the salary. Um, so under 4K, it looks like... Uh, I feel like we're going back to Jacoby Myers. Cam Sims is a decent option. Uh, I mean, the matchup for Seattle is uh, a good one for passing. It's not clear who's going to be quarterback in Washington this week. Um, but Cam Sims, the, the workload has been pretty good. Let's, yeah. Pull up that number here. Uh, so he he ran routes on 100% of dropbacks last week. He's been targeted only 10% of the time. He's been out there, which is not so ideal, but that's why he's 3,300. <laughs> so uh, as far as maybe a guy that other people won't have, I think Cam Sims could be a decent option. Worst case scenario, he is our placeholder, and we can increase that salary a little bit. We still have a flex spot and a defense, so it's probably in our best interest to put defense to bed, figure out our flex, and see if we have any money left over to upgrade on Cam Smith. Highest ranked defense on your big board looks to be the Cardinals. I have no idea if they're on the slate. They are on the main slate. (laughs) I know that off the top of my head now that I think about it because I already did my video. Are we just going directly to your number one defense here? Well, they're playing Jalen Hurts, so that could be advantageous. I think that's a good spot. Um, going down to Dallas for San Francisco is a reasonable option. But uh, I do like you got this guy in Jalen Hurts that people think is a little bit raw. So uh, picking any defense versus him seems like a high upside play. All right. In. 8,700 at the flex. Sounds like we can do pretty much everything that we want to do. Yeah. Which is nice. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nice. That may allow us to upgrade on Sims. 8,700. The highest ranked guy you have on your big board. Uh, we would probably be going to Calvin Ridley, who is already in our lineup. Lucky for us. If I just sort by projections, highest projected guy, 8,700 or below. We get Stefan Diggs for Buffalo. That is uh, not all that helpful for us right now. So we're going to keep well, our DK, work way down. DK Metcalf at 8,600 is the most expensive player left. He fits pretty nice. And then the question is, like, is he a good play? Uh, so he, I mean, versus Washington, that's a, a tougher than average pass defense. So probably not a great play. <laughs> How about What's DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins for 7,900? That leaves us an additional $800 to try to upgrade on the SIM spot. Uh, Hopkins in a really nice spot for Arizona this week, uh, going up against that Philadelphia Eagles team. Yeah, I think that that's solid. Uh, so let's put in Hopkins. I do kind of feel like maybe we could just pay up at defense a little bit, especially since we have the Cardinals defense. Maybe not the greatest pairing with Hopkins. I was also going to say we could also save another $500. You have these guys <laughs> separated by a half of a fantasy point. Allen Robinson at 7400 opens up a little bit more salary on Hopkins. You have them projected pretty similarly. Uh, Robinson has a slightly better point per dollar play. Would you rather open up even more money to go to Allen Robinson? So, uh, yeah, Robinson, we have projected for lower ownership as well. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Perfect. So if we put Allen Robinson into the flex spot, you tell me where you want to go here. We have $1,300 left over. We're already at a greater than 90% value ranking with a 50 to mm-hmm. 60% contrarian ranking. We can turn sims into anything under 4600 and in theory that can be at any position we can move Allen robinson to wide out if we need to so we have a 4600 dollars flex spot available to us nice yeah i think uh let's put robinson in uh the wide receiver spot we'll see who's out there that's 4600 leonard fournette jacoby myers tim patrick Jerry, Judy, lots of guys that are just not super relevant or already in our lineup. <laughs> well, Myers, uh, I think, is a good option. He he hasn't really done a ton the last four weeks, which means people will be off him. If you look at the body of work as a whole this season, it's pretty solid, though, so I uh, have no issue with going to him. Let's see what it looks like if we slot in Myers. We go to Myers. See, this This is where we're going to run into some issues. We're spending every cent of our salary greater than 90% value ranking, less than 10% contrarian again. And we are not doing well with this contrarian ranking stuff. We certainly are not. <laughs> so um, let's think about this. Uh, it's weird because I don't feel like any of our players are 
I really like it feels like we got a good mix, but maybe we need like a one percent, two percent kind of guy. I mean, in we the have lineup. five guys at like five percent ownership. Henry at nineteen, Fournette at sixteen. Everything else is eleven or below. I don't feel like we have like a particularly chalky lineup here. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, so that is a little bit. Uh, I mean, maybe it's because we got Derrick Henry and he's the highest owned player on the slate. Sure, we could. Uh, Pivot down to Cook. It's going to be weird though because I feel like Cook is going to be more popular in the uh, in the MME crowd in a three max tournament. That's not as big an issue, but it is uh, a higher stakes one that we're building for. So I do kind of like having Henry because I feel like we are kind of making a contrarian build by taking players that two groups of players might disagree on. can't i just when i look at these numbers when i look at the ownership when i look at what we have available i just don't see a natural spot to make any switches to like free up ownership i like your i like having derrick henry in this lineup even though he is owned just because it's sort of like a one or the other you're either playing derrick henry or you're playing i mean you're or you're playing none of them but you're not going to see a lot of like henry plus cook so i like the idea of having one of the two i agree with you that henry at 9500 feels like a more contrarian option especially in this type of field i just don't know what the other switch would be alan robinson to someone else like significantly lower maybe i feel pretty confident derrick henry will be the most popular player on the slate so it's kind of like um i'm making this read that maybe it isn't right that like because this particular tournament is tougher that derrick henry will be lower owned than he would be and that Matt Ryan isn't going to be someone that uh, the players with Henry are going to gravitate towards because he's going up against a tough pass defense. Yeah. So that that is kind of the logic there. But if we want to maximize the contrarian ranking, maybe we'd have to pivot off Henry. We could go down to... Uh, well, I know Kamara is going to make our, our numbers look good because... Oh, I guess he's one of the most popular players, actually. Scratch that. Yeah, you get Drew Brees back in this game, and Alvin Kamara is suddenly looking like a stud again. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit at a loss, honestly. Same, same. This is a really, really difficult slate to build on because after Henry and Cook in that 9K range, there's a chasm between those two guys and like your next best running back. I mean, Kamara is 7,400. There's just not a lot there to drop down off of Henry and cook. I, I mean, I like the lineup that we have built. The, The question is, do we think that it needs to be more contrarian? That's really what it comes down to here because, you know, greater than 90% value. It's coming out as a very solid lineup. I have no qualms with it. Just feels off though. <laughs> well, it's all based on this read that this combination of players, although they're like both popular with Matt Ryan, uh, Ridley, and I guess that's kind of contrarian. But I feel like the the pro players might gravitate towards that, where the uh, casual players are gravitating towards Henry. So that really, the uh, casual players are gravitating towards Henry. So that really is the logic, and then the contrarian ranking and being. Uh, 
kind of telling us negative feedback because we kind of have this thought process where we're able to maybe uh, have more insight than this algorithm because um, we have we kind of have the logic of our lineup. Like the last one, we went double tight end, and that made it more contrarian because the Kelsey-Mark-Andrews combination is going to be pretty low owned. Right. That makes sense. You tell me. Are we putting this one to bed or are we going to lineup number three? Let's go to number number three. Okay. Okay. I like it. Let's try to go to a bigger contrarian ranking this time. <laughs> okay. I think we've got a pretty good core of the first two so far. Uh, before we keep going, one, if you're interested in our NBA product, perfect opportunity to sign up. Use the promo code Caruso. You can get our NBA package for a dollar through December 29th. Uh, projections will be starting up for the regular season ownership projections lineup builder uh, you're doing uh we'll have a expert survey which we had last year um you can add on fantasy cruncher as well if you are interested we have so much nba content coming it's going to be great we had a call yesterday talking a little bit about it uh, a lot of things in the pipeline as well which i'm really excited for but you guys can get in the door now for a buck come check out everything we have you'd get it for the next nine days um, so that will take you all the way through December 29th. And then we also have a giveaway going on today. Um, if you head to awesomeo under, at, at awesomeo underscore com, our Twitter account, uh, where we need you to review our NBA podcast feed, submit a five-star review, follow the instructions on the graphic. You can win a year of Osimo's NBA Plus package. I love it. I love our NBA package. It's my favorite sport. It's my favorite of everything that we have. I love being able to play every single day. I love the grind of the NBA. It's a lot of work. I love starting up a coffee in the morning, sitting down, going through my rotations, looking through the news. It's It becomes very much ritualistic. Now is the perfect time to do it. But you can get that entire year's package just by leaving a review on our podcast feed. So please go do that. Follow those instructions at awesomeo underscore com. Where are we going for our third stack, boss? Or are we stacking at all? <laughs> well, uh, I'm intrigued by where, where you're going with that thought. So, uh, But I, I do feel like stacking is, uh, barring unusual circumstances, like Taysom Hill being the quarterback, yeah. um, probably going to the stack. Uh, let's let's try one that's a little bit more contrary this time, I suppose. So, um, uh, I guess, man, is Seattle really going to be contrary? Like, that was the one that I first looked at, and then I almost said Washington, and I was like, no, we're not doing that right now. Trubisky is, like, although the top stack percentage isn't high, it's high for the salary. Yeah. So going to him could be a good one, or... Washington, I think, would be an easy one, but I do feel like um, we don't know who's the quarterback, so I don't want to build a lineup that's going to be irrelevant by Sunday. I mean, how contrarian do you want to get? We've got, like, Gardner Minshew. We can grab whatever goon's going to be under center for the Jets. How how, how weird <laughs> do you want to get this week? I'm, I'm not serious, by the way. I mean, I guess I'm, like, not totally unserious, but uh, we're not going to build those lineups. Well, to a... Tungavalo at 0.4% ownership. Like, man, he's not, he's not great. I don't, can and, we not talk about him right now? So I played a lot of him two weeks ago and three weeks mm-hmm. ago. 
I was on vacation last week. Didn't play him. I believe that he had a pretty solid day this past yeah. Sunday. So that was really frustrating to see um, that he had a day after I had large amounts of him in previous weeks. So <laughs> he's on my list right now. Yeah. But I'd be happy to go to two, honestly, if you wanted to. The thing is, like, man, Miami is only projected for 22 points. And they're the favorite in this game. Like, Vegas is just projecting this one to be, like, a slog. So, um, there's definitely a reason why he's super low-owned. Um, so, I guess the other thing is we don't know if Devontae Parker is going to play, which will make it hard to build a lineup. So, I think we'd, I'd probably go to Trubisky here. We're going to Mitch. All righty. <laughs> That's on brand. That's on yeah. brand. Mitch Trubisky, come on down. I assume we're going directly to Allen Robinson. Yes. <laughs> if you had a different take of like, <laughs> well, it's a big Darnell Mooney day. <laughs> I would have heard it out. But uh, Mitch plus Allen Robinson. We have plenty of options to go if we want to try to run this back, whether it's Dalvin Cook, Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Do you have a preference between these guys on the Minnesota side? Yeah, I mean, I think... Um... Let's see. Uh, I got to look at the prices real quick. I, I think Cook Thielen is... Thielen is $200 cheaper than Justin Jefferson this week, which is wild. Okay. Uh, he has had a lot worse efficiency this year, which I feel like it, like those prices, maybe Jefferson's a better play. Okay. Um, Cook, I don't love the correlation with him because like he gets most of his work running the ball, which will lead to less plays for both teams. So... I think I'd go with Jefferson here, but um, let's take a gander at the ownership. Thielen's 9%, Jefferson's 7%, so I would go with Jefferson. Jefferson is in. Trubisky, Allen Robinson, Justin Jefferson. I think we've got a pretty nice start here. Is Leonard Fournette going to be in all three of our lineups? He is. Man, he he really does stand out as a smash play. So uh, I would say yes. I mean... He's cheaper than Adrian Peterson this week. <laughs> Which is amazing to think about. Yeah. Um, oh, did I lose this? Is refresh itself already? I, did. I, had your, uh, I had your three lineups pulled up from last week's version of this. You did have somebody in all three of them. I can't remember who it was. It was a running back. can't remember now off the top of my head. It's not loading up the way that I thought it would. But um, I, I think that he's just going to be that guy for this week. I feel pretty comfortable about it. I like the game set up. I like that it's in Atlanta. Leonard Fournette, week 15, all three lineups of the three max. Saw that one coming a mile away. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, but, I mean, that's how it works for a contest this size. Like, we, we don't need to reinvent the wheel in a 1,500-person contest. This isn't 150,000 entries where – you know, we might need to get a little bit off the beaten path. We want to yeah. kind of stay out. We want to be able to see the path at all times. So I think um, one guy that I might kind of lean to in this lineup is, uh, well, we have Anthony Miller or uh, Darnell Mooney. Okay. Anthony Miller at 3,400. He's running routes on about two-thirds of the plays, getting targeted a good amount on those. Well, Darnell Mooney is running on 88% of the plays, getting targeted slightly less. Um, so what I'm, what's going to come down to me here is ownership. Uh, Mooney is at 2.4%. Anthony Miller is at 2.1%. <laughs> I guess that didn't really help. Uh, so uh, 
do you have any preference between the two? Uh, you know, I, I don't have a ton of separation between Anthony Miller and Mooney. Um, I would certainly be leaning on your projections in this case. Uh, Mooney with the slightly higher projection, also $500 more expensive. Honestly, I would be happy to take which uh, whichever one made my lineup work. If I needed an additional $400 or something as we worked our way down, I would rather start with Mooney and then okay. cut it to Miller if we have to. Um, like that. I think that's just a little bit easier. Um, the Mitch Robinson Mooney Jefferson <laughs> lineup is going to be printing cash this week. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it though. Yeah. So we have a running back spot open. Um, we have filled all three of our wide receiver spots. We have a lineup with Derrick Henry. We have a lineup with Dalvin Cook. They are the two pay-up options at running back this week. Are we grabbing <laughs> one of those guys again, or are we going with none of the stud running backs? Is it time for us to grab Alvin Kamara now? Kamara's a good play. I do feel like Cook may be the lowest or the most under-owned of the bunch this week um, because of the matchup. But I don't like him in this lineup, so I'd go with Kamara. Okay. I bet he's going to be really happy to see Drew Brees back under center. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he might get some more targets. Just one or two. Just one or two. All right, so Kamara in. Tight end, flex, and defense. We have 14,000 to go. Nice. Um, well, let's, let's look at defense. Maybe okay. we get a little bit more money this time so we can... Uh, spend up a little bit. I do feel like the Tennessee defense, if Matthew Stafford doesn't start this week, will be intriguing. But Chase Daniel really isn't that bad as far as backups. Yeah. Like what I'm looking at with the backup quarterbacks is like those raw prospects, so like a Brandon Allen or Jake Luton that you want to target. So um, Seattle, if Dwayne Haskins starts, would be intriguing. Is there a spend up? Too. Yeah, is there a spend-up defense you like? Um, I mean, it obviously feels great to grab someone like the Rams at 4,500. The Jets have been just so anemic all season. Um, not, I, I think that like going to someone like Seattle is more appealing at 3,100. I think you're getting that sort of higher-end feel and... I mean, at the very least, like Alex Smith isn't exactly healthy. Best case scenario, it ends up being Haskins, who couldn't keep his job deep into this season. Um, so I think Seattle, I, I assume Seattle would be more popular if we get news that Haskins is going to be in. But I like using mm-hmm. Seattle as the placeholder for right now. All right, let's do it. So now we got to get a tight end. Uh, we... Uh, could I guess we can't really spend up for Kelsey in this one, so we gotta lower. Yeah, we have, we have ten ten thousand nine hundred, and I just realized now uh, it's going to be a battle in the Engelman household this weekend. My my parents will be coming into town for the holidays. My mom, a Seattle Seahawks fan, I, a lapsed Washington football fan, <laughs> so we'll be at our at each other's throats for Sunday football. Nice. That'll be uh, a good family uh, football experience, I'm sure. And meanwhile, my dad's a Cowboys fan, so he'll just be sad the entire day. Um, Tight end reflects 10,900. The tight end is looking a little bit hard to fill out. Uh, we got 
Goddard. That's standing out a little bit, but I don't mind trying to punt as well. Jordan Akins, as I mentioned, my favorite. Um, it was funny all... to hear you say that tight end was hard to fill out. Uh, you could look at it one of two ways. That it's easy because all of it looks bad, or it's hard because yeah. it's hard to pick after Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews go away. Fair enough. Uh, so I think... Uh, I'd probably go with Akins again here, and that will give us the money to spend up on our last player. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh, if we're going to be paying down the 2800 for Akins, uh, and the reason that I like it even more, and it doesn't get talked about a ton, or at least I, I, I feel like I rarely hear it, he's got Deshaun Watson as his quarterback. He's not just a cheap tight end that like doesn't have help as well. Deshaun Watson's fantastic. If I'm going yeah. to pay down at tight end, at the very least, I've got a guy that I'm confident can deliver him the ball in a situation that matters. 8,100 for flex. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey fits nice. Hopkins uh, as well. Uh, don't know if we'll love the du- double tight end as like something we're going to do in every lineup, but like in this particular instance, it, it seems solid. So, uh, don't forget, we can also, we can also uh, get an additional $500 if we want to drop from Mooney to Miller. So, we could, we could oh, make this right. 8,600. 8, if we needed to, which this week we don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> so Ridley, we could get Ridley if we drop down, but yeah, it's not so much of a priority that I want him over Kelsey or Hopkins. Yeah, this seems like the Hopkins spot. Okay. Hopkins slots yeah. in, leaves. A- <laughs> oh, man. $200 remaining, boss. Stop me if you've heard this before. Uh, greater than 90% <laughs> value ranking, less than 10% contrarian ranking. Boy, we did a hell of a job here. We built yeah, pretty man. good lineups. I mean, there's no denying like the quality yeah. the overall. Quality, but I'm, I'm curious what these contrarian lineups are looking like this week now. So um, let's at least try to make some pivots to make it a little bit more contrarian. Um, we, we got the question in chat. Ted says, I don't get the Aikens love. What am I missing? It's just not love. He's just like, you know, the best of a bad situation. Well, the, the underlying metrics are good because um, we did have uh, uh, some guys go out in Houston with uh, Cobb and Fuller. Yeah. And then as a result, Aikens has been seeing the field more, even if it hasn't been showing in the numbers. In the last two, three weeks, he's averaged about 60% of snaps. So um, that that's decent enough at 2,800 to, yeah. to maybe take some shots on. Yeah, he's 2,800. Like, that's just not a spot where I'm going to lose a lot of sleep. He can fully bagel, and it's really not going to be a gigantic problem for us either way. So just never going to care all that much about having somebody in there at the sub 3K price tag. All right, let's see. What can we swap out to be a little bit more contrarian? We've got Fournette at 16% ownership, Kamara at 16% ownership, Hopkins at 15% ownership. I mean, I think one of those three guys have to go. Yeah, I think uh, maybe we just have to swap off of uh, Kamara and try to find some sort of spend-up option at running back. That's also a little bit low-owned. So let's see if I sort this just by running backs, just sort our ownership by running backs and then sort that by salary. See what we've got near the top that could just be a like pay up to be contrarian type gentleman. Yeah. 
Uh, Miles Sanders is 6,900. He's projected for Ooh. 6% ownership. <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I understand why. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big Miles Sanders guy, boss. I know Laffy's going to be mad at you. Yeah, I mean, with Hurts, that's tough. Also true. Um, yeah, man, the, the high end, it looks like everyone's getting ownership. That's, that's pretty wild. Um, Mostert, maybe like a super contrarian running back, but... We need to know if he's playing, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, he, uh, he did grade out in my top 10 running backs, that much I can tell you. But we got to make sure old, that he's there. I'm a little bit at a loss here, honestly. I mean, Montgomery... What are, you, what are your thoughts on Ezekiel Elliott at 6,100 for this week? Yeah, I think uh, I don't like it because uh, <laughs> Tony Pollard played like a lot more last week than he had been previous weeks. So uh, I just don't have a lot of confidence that Zeke's workload is going to be high. How about Clyde Edwards E. Lair, fifty eight hundred, 7% ownership right now. Um, Saints matchup. You would expect Kansas City to be throwing. That could be beneficial. I think he's a good option because um, last week he did see a pretty high workload compared to previous weeks um, where Le'Veon Bell was a little bit less featured. So I think uh, Elair is a pretty reasonable contrarian play this week. That also opens us up an additional $1,800, um, whether we want to upgrade on Akins or uh, we can't really go anywhere on Mooney. Um we don't really have any other natural upgrade spots other than Aikens. Or yeah, and I mean, I don't love Aikens, so that, that one seems pretty reasonable. 4600 would be our tight end cutoff at that point. Highest projected $4,600 tight end is Dallas Goddard, and that would still leave us $700 additional dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't love that. Uh, I, I might have to tweak that because... Uh, I feel like with Jalen Hurts, maybe he's not in as good a spot. Um, this might be the hardest lineup we've had to build. <laughs> yeah, this week, man. Like, I, I'm sure it'll be way different by Sunday, so I'm not yeah. gonna worry about it too much. But it is it is shaping up to be kind of tough. We could take Mooney out and uh, go to Ty Hilton, maybe, but. Here we go. I don't know. I uh, do you get paid by the amount of times that you mentioned T.Y. Hilton? I'm just curious. <laughs> this is like it's like brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> so, um, by the way, I I love T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> he's been on a roll, but yeah, that's not like, usually good for like being a contrarian target. Not uh, so much. So, if if we take Mooney out. We have 5,700 at wideout. Yeah. And technically we have 5,700 well, at the flex because we can move Hopkins to wideout. How about we uh, we take out Hopkins and we pivot up to DK Metcalf. Okay. Metcalf is 2.7% projections. That's the lowest of any spend-up option. And like uh, I think that there's a good reason because... Like, he's just not $8,600 player and the matchup stuff. But, I mean, the upside of a, a wide receiver that's that good is, is slate winning. 
I assume we're also removing Mooney then from that scenario. Um, if we so have we Mooney, could, we still have eleven hundred dollars left over. We could go uh, Camara and then pivot down to Anthony Miller, and then that salary works. I like it. I like it. So back to Camara in. I grab Anthony Miller, and we are on the dot. So we accomplished one goal. We certainly have a higher contrarian ranking. Contrarian ranking greater than 90%. Wow. However, <laughs> the value ranking is now 70 to 80. Is That's that pretty okay? good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, one of those numbers add up to more than 100%, then you're in business. So Perfect. I think we did a hell of a job. That was that was some work. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't end up being like that much pivot. So I'm yeah. curious what the difference in projection was because, man, DK Metcalf is way too expensive this week. Yeah, 8,600 against the football team, but at no ownership. I mean, that could just be the flyer that we need for not having DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, like the the upside of Metcalf and the upside of Hopkins are comparable. If we can get yeah. that gigantic discount, um, I think that's a decent way to go. Any final thoughts? It's eleven fifty nine, boss. We got to get out of here. Oh yeah! Just thanks everyone for for tuning in. Final thoughts? It's eleven fifty nine, boss. We got to get out of here. Oh yeah! Just thanks everyone for for tuning in, and uh, hopefully we gave you some good ideas for week fifteen. I'll see you guys at the top of the leaderboards. Thank you guys for joining us. Best of luck. Alex, you and I will not be back for this show next week. We are not going to be having a Friday edition of this, from what I understand. So I don't know if we're back for you. It has something to do with like our Christmas scheduling and NBA and stuff. I assume we'll be back for week 17, which will be the final lineup construction show of the season. I've enjoyed it. It's a fun show to do. I really like getting into the weeds and trying to build these lineups by hand. So I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, Have a happy holiday since we will not talk to you in this particular show until after Uh, until the new year, actually. So enjoy the holiday. Thank you for joining us. We are out of here. Good luck on Sunday.